64 Tacos Podcast presents Is this song good? This is episode 53 The Mars Volta Area Tarka Okay, welcome back to the Is This Song Good podcast, the 64 Tacos podcast. Uh, we're This week, we're continuing season four deep cuts, and uh, we're doing a, a, a song that I picked that's um, it's called Ariatarka. I think that's how it's pronounced, by uh, the Mars Volta, and it's from their uh, 2003 um, album called Deloused in the Comatorium, and it's uh, produced by Rick Rubin. Um, weird interestingly enough yeah oh he can do whatever he wants at this point i mean yeah yeah it's just a strange i don't i don't know why he wanted to <laughs> well it's probably probably wasn't his choice it was probably like the um you know the the label that that they were on said hey we need a we need a heavily produced album for this first one so we're getting rick rubin and they're probably like okay yeah can you make it relatively extremely loud compared to everything else on the radio and he was like yes i can do that so yeah the, uh, i'm looking up the uh, okay so the singles for this album there are only two uh, there was an in- inertiatic esp which is like the lead off song on the album mm-hmm. and then televators which is kind of a more subtle um like acoustic-y ballady type song and I, honestly i don't i don't even know how they picked those because neither <laughs> of them i think are would be radio worthy at all um or any song on this album i'd say inertiatic is the most radio ready of all the songs on here because it's shortish and yeah has a basic a, a somewhat normal if you cut off the all the noise at the end yep. as usual with mars volta and and you don't include the lead-in uh intro yeah, which the song suffers without i've, I've always thought but anyway so this song, uh, Ariatarka, um, it's, so I listened to this album a lot, like just all the way through over and over again, um, back to back. And this song always, I just really liked how it, it felt very kind of poppy to me, uh, a little bit, but also very proggy and I, and I've always liked prog rock. Um, so that's kind of really where, where I come from. Um, I think the lyrical content is very interesting because it's non-existent <laughs> like he's he's saying words he's definitely saying words is he yeah oh yeah i mean i'm looking i'm looking at the lyrics right now um he may be saying words like area tarka no no that doesn't come up at all uh so he doesn't say that at all of course because that would make sense why would you the chorus is track marked uh, track marked amoeba landscraft cartwheel of scratches dress the tapeworm as pet Tentacles smirk, please. Flinched the cocooned meat. Infra recon forgets. <laughs> it's it's insane. And are you and, sure, uh, and are you I, sure I love the, it. the lyrics aren't informer? You know, <laughs> say daddy me, snow me. I go blame a licky boom boom you down. Know my my, my bitterly bop. <laughs> yeah. No, detective, detective man say say daddy me snow me slap someone down the lane. A licky boom boom down. 
I mean, that that might as well be what's going on here. At least it doesn't sound Jamaican. I will say that. <laughs> uh, um, no, I mean one one of the one of my favorite parts are, are the lyrics because they're just so nonsensical. Are they? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, what what is your what is your take on that that meaning? Like, well, how do you what do you get out of my the, favorite part of this song is when it ends. <laughs> I did not like this one bit. <laughs> Oh I am not God. surprised. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I mean, you guys knew this coming in. Yeah. yeah. I cannot stand this person's vocals. Uh-huh. Um, I'm surprised you like it, Dan. Um, with it, it's, it has that, what, what you like to refer to as affected. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I cannot handle it. Get, uh, oh, no, I, I, I don't, I don't even have words. Well, it's interesting. You, you, you say that it, it's affected and I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong, but I never thought of it that way before that, that he had an, an affected, uh, uh, vocal. Um, I love, he has his own style. That's for sure. Uh, I, I love the vocals. Um, like I've always, that's one of the stronger things for the, uh, of this band for me, but what the, what always for this band. And I, again, not, I think a lot of people will hate this. Like that's, I think that's a common, like, uh, response. Um, the first time I listened to it, I was like, ah, I don't really get it. Like I think Zach, I think you played a song for me and I was like, okay, that, that seems interesting. I, I, I always like songs that have like a lot of musicianship and this has a lot of musicianship. There's all the musicianship. Yeah. All of it's in yeah, there. They like, they shove it into every single song. That's yeah. They're just like, and then this, and then this, and you're like, holy crap. But then, uh, I was kind of like, oh yeah, that's, that's crazy. You know, like sometimes I just can admire something for being crazy, you know, Uh, especially Prague stuff. But then I I listened to it again a little while later, like a few months later. And I was like, Oh my God, I love this. And I I don't know what it is that, that tipped it for me. Um, But yeah, the, I, I, the vocals I love one the thing that is the thing that tips me towards this is too much. Number one, they have the tendency to have long atmospheric, weird, noisy sections which yeah uh you know take it or leave it you know like i i'm like sometimes i don't mind sometimes i'm like all right next song i'm i'm done with this um but also um omar the guitar player has a tendency to choose a um sort of like a thin and abrasive guitar tone and uh be really wanky and just like play all the notes um but not like in a like ingve malmstein kind of way or satriani kind of way but like in a I'm just going to play all the notes in the pentatonic scale as fast as possible. <laughs> it's just noodling. That's, that's really yeah, how noodly. it is. Yeah, exactly. Mm, yeah. But weirdly, sometimes that's perfect for the song. And sometimes his tone, the guitar tone might strike me as being a, a little like annoying, but sometimes it's, it's the perfect thing for the song. Uh, yeah. This is not like a music that's easy to get into. There's no doubt about that. And, you know, we talked about the lyrics a little bit here and, you know, Zach says that he, he finds it fascinating, you know, and interesting. And that's, what's really cool. Dave says that was a mishmash of, I don't, you know, whatever I lyrics for, on this, for me, it's like, I, I read the lyrics just to, you know, to do it. And like, I only actually having heard the song hundreds of times, cause this album is the one that I've listened to the most of all the Mars Volta, although I, I enjoy almost all of them, but I, I could not, if you read this out loud to me, I'm not sure how long it would take me to be like, Oh, that's, that's area Tarka. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I don't actually like listen to the, to the, to the words themselves. 
I think all he's really trying to do, I don't, maybe he has a, an overarching meaning, but for me, all he's trying to do is create these sort of like bizarre feelings and like mental pictures. And, and for me, like one in every four lines will like jump through because it's all kind of buried in the sort of like mishmash of like percussion and, and guitar. And yeah, so the lyrics has never been a focal point, And I certainly never made an effort to, to glean meaning from them. It's more about like, like a feel, like he's trying to create a feeling is, is what I, what, how I think of it. Yeah, that's, that's exactly, I think what's going on. Um, I, and I, and I'm in the same boat, like the, I don't focus on the, on the lyrics very much. I do think there are some, some interesting, um, motifs that, that are evoked, you know, like of, of Pavlov lore, um, talking about, you know, psychology things, the happened on respirator and the basements. I mean, the, these, these things stand out. I don't really know what's, what's trying to be evoked mm-hmm. by them, but, um, I do like, you know, those as lyrical motifs, but I don't think there's an, an, an overlying, overlying theme that is supposed to make sense. Um, I was listening to a lot of the, this when, when I was delivering pizzas, working at Domino's. And I remember talking uh, to, uh, uh, Mr. Um, well, I won't say his name on here, but, uh, the, uh, the guy, the guy who had the uh, the pond, yeah, that guy, yeah, yeah. the pond guy. Yeah. Oh, the pond guy, yeah, yeah, pond guy. Uh, so he would come in, and, and he or I would come back from a run or whatever, and he'd start t- saying these lyrics to me, and I was like, "What song are you talking about?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, it's Ariatarka." And I was like, "Oh, oh yeah, well, okay, yeah. I mean, it's weird. That's just what they do, you know." I, <laughs> to me, it, it was it was like you know he was focusing so much on the lyrics, and 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 to me, it, that's not what makes the song great. To me. Like I love Flea's bass playing on it. Um, that's one of the huge things. I love John Theodore's drumming. Oh yeah, I love the banshee screaming guitar tone and guitar solo at, at you know the midpoint. Um, I think that you know it sort of segues from the first part of the song to the to the second part of the song. But yeah, no, it's just the it, it's very proggy. It's very very specialized. You know, like it. It's uh, I, I could definitely see where you would not like it, Dave. <laughs> And, um, and there's probably a lot of people that don't like it for various reasons, whether it's the lyrical content or the, you know, it's just, just too much, you know, it's like all the things. Um, but I, I absolutely love it. And, and, uh, and I, and I continue, you know, I'll do re-listens of the full, a full album, but I'll, I'll continually throw this one on like uh, playlists and stuff. So it just kind of like pops out and, uh, and, uh, uh, scratches my soul, you know, <laughs> uh fervently um but yeah um do you have anything more to add at all either one of you no no i've I've said what i needed to say okay yep um you you could have picked any of the songs on here um and i and i would have felt the same way i i love this album i really like almost all the uh mars volta albums i just like how they it's it's prog but it's also like um loose and um messy yeah like it's not perfect because sometimes stuff like yes i i admire yes but i have trouble loving yes because it's all very clean and pristine and it's very impressive but i i i I find myself getting in more into this sort of loose stuff and i also love that there's and you get this more in later albums but they, they start to ease like the sort of latin feel into these things too sometimes you know like on on um on uh, Francis the Mute, you know, whole yeah. sections are in Spanish, you know, even, but uh, they're from El Paso right on the border. So, um, you know, they, they clearly have that as an influence that sort of 
that sort of Latin feel with Prague with sort of like garage rock, like, like production values. And uh, yeah, I just, it's everything. And I can't blame anyone for not liking it. Like it's, it's a whole lot, but I, I love, I love this song. I love this album. I love this band. I, I don't know what it is, but it absolutely works for me. All right. Well, next week we are going to go back to the nineties uh, with some dirty, dirty grunge with Soundgarden's 4th of July. All right. So uh, look forward to that one. I caught it on audio. (laughs) 